Weird, you're on the mic. Well, guys, welcome to another episode of Weird and Dave Rank the Movies. Cannot believe it. We had a really long but fun season one. We started off by ranking top five movies in different types of genres, and then we went into our top five movies of all time. Do you know what our first top five... Hello, I'm Dave, by the way. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's my co-host, Dave. Yeah, Dave is um, in the room. Uh, yeah. Uh, Happy New Year for those who celebrate. Happy season two day. And um, yeah, I'll ask you this question before I... Can't remember. You don't remember our, very our first, first episode. I know we had the intro, and yeah. then we had which, which we screwed up, and we were recording off an iPad, like such rookies. <laughs> yeah, but I remember well, yeah. having to re-record the re-record half the episode, episode. Yeah. the intro episode, and the what the podcast was about. <laughs> so salty the second time. Yeah, that was grim. Um, but the first episode, first genre, guys, go back and listen to it. It's it's probably our biggest listen to episode because oh, it it's the first one. No, it's not action. Although I got listened to a lot. Anyway, guys, um, although Wade is top build in the podcast, he doesn't know much about it. Um, he's frantically Googling on his iPad. <laughs> and guys, I'm, I'm um, good, I'm good. So uh, yeah. we'll introduce the genre. Today's genre is is a sequel. I did say that already. So this we're going you to didn't re- say in the intro because you've been so much faffing. Yeah. So, Wade's like, I'll be ready to go on season two. No bother, <laughs> mate. No bother, mate. I'm ready to go whenever I'm no, always no, on. No sweat, Here son. we go. And so, I have to edit some form of like cohesion out of your words, big mm, son. Mm. Mm, yeah, mm. well, we're going on to... So we're ranking our top five season two. sequels of all time. So maybe It is season two. And you being you. And you being a genius. Genius producer has decided to do sequels for season two. Wow. Guess what we're doing for the start of <laughs> season three, wait. Um, before we start, though, there's something I want to, to say, wait. Something that's uh, quite exciting in the world of motion pictures and pop culture. <laughs> Today, uh, when this is dropped, will be the 1st of January in the year of our Lord, 2024. And today, Disney, my, you know, my company, the company that, you know, we all love, they've decided not to renew the copyright on a little motion picture they made called Steamboat Willie, which means Mickey Mouse is in the public domain. So just like Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, we might get a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> no. Versus Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Wow. There yeah, we go. The it's, world it's is massive. really, truly going nuts. Well, Disney's gone bananas. We could just when, end up making it like a Purge movie. <laughs> we, we're, we could do that, Wade. Well, I, I the Purge do. movie with Winnie the Pooh and Mickey Mouse. I could do it. You can, because you can barely hold Make the it guy in Make it happen. I want Daffy Duck and Goofy in there as well. Uh, Daffy Duck's a couple of years away, and so is Goofy. So how does that work, Dave? Um, the, so, the so they have to, the, so copyright Disney have lasts, to renew the character? Copyright lasted for, as like, I don't know, 50 years or something, and then in the 70s or whatever, Disney are like, we want to keep Mickey Mouse, because guess what? He's kind of a big deal. Just and then... Enough. They did it again in like the 90s or 80s, 90s, 2000s, but now they're not. 95 year, years later, they've decided not to renew the copyright on Mickey Mouse because, and this is bananas, they value Mickey Mouse at, I think it's something like $15 billion. And that is pocket change to them that they don't need to worry about anymore because of all the other stuff they have. So can someone come in and take Mickey Mouse from yeah. them? Now, there's different versions of Mickey Mouse, but the one in Steamboat Willie, the very first Mickey Mouse, at time of release of this episode, 
we can put them in our episodes. Like we could like make money off them. Wow, that's nuts, isn't it? Crazy. I just want. I, I didn't. I didn't really know how that worked. To be honest, it's mad. I just thought they'd own them for life. Yeah, it it was to try to make it a hundred years and stuff like that. But now things have been around forever. It's a bit, you know. And then the estate owns it and stuff. You know, it, it's quite complicated, but it's an interesting little bit of trivia, I suppose, to start off the new year and the new season. Mm. And guys, you'll be happy to know that I'm starting off the episode. The greatest sequels ever, according to Dave, of all time. According to Dave. <laughs> for for those that uh, want to know my process here, I've just gone on the letterbox and I've um, thought, well, what's my, what, what ones have I ranked pretty high? What ones do I think are good? They're not necessarily better than the original, but they're, they're great. So uh, I'll be reading the tagline and the plot synopses and maybe Wade might have to guess. The movie. Okay, that's Two cool. guesses at first. Are fans or the co-host? Let's find out. Weird. This movie. Tagline. The key to the future is finally unearthed. Back to future. 30 years after the events of the first film, a new Blade Runner. Uh, LA 49. Officer K. 2049, isn't it? Unearths a long buried secret that has the potential to plunge what's left of society into chaos. Kay's discovery leads him on a quest to find Rick Deckard, a former LAPD Blade Runner who has been missing for 30 years. Well done, Wade. Of course, you had the Gosling in the episode after we had our <sighs> argument, our debate Gosling. over Ryan Reynolds versus Gosling. Yeah, I knew it. I knew this earlier. I was like, Dave is 100% going to bring Gosling in this episode. And do you know what? I'm right to do so. Not only do, do uh, I believe correctly that Ryan Gosling is the greater Hollywood Ryan, he's in a better sequel. This like this movie is often regarded. Like now people are saying it's better than the original Blade Runner. The original Blade Runner is iconic in like all respects. This movie from 2017 directed by my my boy Danny Villeneuve himself. Like, imagine being Danny Villeneuve and you're like, ah, what am I going to do? I have to make a sequel to Blade Runner, one of the greatest science fiction movies ever made. Hmm. What do I do? I know. I just go and do it. And I kind of do it better. Now, you can argue that it's not as good. I, I think it's better. The, yeah, the more I watch it, the better it gets I, as well. I would agree. I would agree. And I think it's, there's always a gamble when they do go oh, to go. Do legacy you know sequels, Le yeah. Yeah, legacy sequels. We've seen it with another movie, which I'll talk about later on in this oh, episode. Oh, I almost, oh, no, almost let that slip. Um, but with this one, I think it is better. Um, and that doesn't always work out. You're always like, oh, it's been too long. It's going to be cliche. It's going to be just this trying to put it in nostalgia, nostalgia it, yeah. trying, to, trying to lure you just with 100%. that um, but I think the way they did this was brilliant they pulled out all the stops as well like uh, they, they got uh, Roger Deakins who's cinematographer like the film looks inc apparently is it Jay-Z or Kanye West which one's the crazier one Kanye okay he's coming to your house to beat you up now so <laughs> apparently Kanye he would just play this in the background of like parties because it looks so good. Like the purples wow. and blues and the just, just oranges. With no sound or? 
you don't need sound. And to be fair, a lot of art. this, a lot of this movie is like it's 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 a real thinking piece. There's a lot of contemplation from Kay. Like I love Ryan Gosling's big silly face. It's just a big stupid face, and I'm like, I'm on board with it. The uh, Golden Globes got announced today, and uh, Ryan Reynolds was conveniently absent from that list, but Ryan Gosling was on that list of nominations for what movie? Yeah, uh, he's Ken or Barbie. Aww. Yeah, so Barbie episode, guys, coming up. We, we, we're doing two specials this year. Maybe we'll do a Barbenheimer. Who knows? Watch Barbie. Have you not seen it? I tried to watch it with the first, like, five, ten minutes of, Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. I don't Hi, like, Ken. Don't like I your Ken. Ken energy. Hi, Ken. Ken. And I was just like, Don't like no, your Ken energy. I just switched off. I just couldn't get past the Ken bit. <laughs> but anywhere else, you'd be a ten. That's all I'm saying. Uh, other things I want to point out about this uh, movie, Blade Runner 2049, other than Danny Villeneuve being... My favorite, like, living human director. Harrison Ford puts on a performance. Harrison Ford's, like, old and miserable. Doesn't yeah. care. But Ryan Gosling kind of loves life, so he benefits that. Uh, Anna de Armas as Joy is wonder Like, her story about being the kind of, like, AI, like, housemaid sort of thing. It, and some of the visual effects they pull off with her. It has the best CGI face I've ever seen. Mm. So much so that I was like, how did they do it? It is CGI. I know they did it with CGI, but I don't really know how they did it. Uh, it's great. Robin Wright, who featured in our top 10, our, our, top, our top five of all time movies. She's in it. Uh, along with the cast, I mean, it's it's phenomenal. It is uh, quite long. So whenever you're you know wanting to criticize me mm. about my picks, understand that whilst it is long, it earns it yeah. because of how thoughtful it is. Blade Runner 2049. Disappointed that the uh, TV show has moved from Belfast. They're going to shoot Blade Runner 2099 in Belfast. The legend was Danny was going to come direct an episode. And I was just going to like try to say hi. Hi, hi, hi Danny. Hi, Danny. <laughs> Can't believe Dune Part 2 is still not out yet. You know, <laughs> that sort of thing. So it Jim in delayed? Uh, it, it, it was delayed to the day after my birthday. And you don't remember when that is still, I reckon. But it's now to the start of March it is delayed <laughs> wow so there we go starting the list off strong right, with Blader yeah no 2049 decent, decent pick decent pick it just looks and so it was, good it was on my initial big list um, oh, again yeah. I think you're spot on the cinema the cinema is phenomenal the artwork is beautiful yeah I think uh, last bit on the Blade Runner before you get your uh, fifth one is that the first movie is so many like versions and edits like i have the dvd box set that has like five different versions of blade runner ridley scott won't leave things alone we talked a bit about it in the gladiator episode but like denny villeneuve's like what's on in the cinema is what is the final piece and uh, it's great it's wonderful wonderful movie yeah good pick it's a stunner good pick. good pick good start strong start stunner stunner mate. some yeah. might say, say hard debate <laughs> some might say how do you have four other movies yeah, he's going in a fifth. Uh, I'll be interested to see what your four, oh. three, two, one is. I'm interested to see what your five is. Okay, let's get into my five. Um, so, I think the start and synopsis uh, tagline it just gives everything away. This time it's war. When Ripley's life pod is found by a salvage crew over 50 years later, she finds that terraformers are on the very planet they found the alien species. When the company sends a family of colonists out to investigate her story, 
all contact is lost with the planet and colonists. Uh, colonists, I can hardly say that. They enlist Ripley and the col- colonial marines to return and search for answers. I guess that right there, Wade. That's on my list. It is on your list of my days. It is. It, it is in the five. Uh, it, no, um, it's it's obviously not. It's higher up. Well, we just did five. Okay, so we'll hold, we'll hold off to go into the. We'll hold on to talk. I, what even is that movie, guys? Maybe you just need a lot <laughs> longer time to guess. That's really alien to me, man. That's sick. I mean, <laughs> so it's we such say it's a bad a, joke. It's a hard stuffer. I mean, here's the thing <laughs> about Jim. What is it burst on your chest right now, dude? Here's the thing, man. <laughs> that here's the thing. Is burst on your chest. Here's the thing. Sorry, I've been wanting to talk about this movie for a long time, and you're just, mm. you're just being so silly <laughs> yeah I am. it's me like whenever you people log on the way and they rang the movies they're not looking for serious weird they're looking for funny face of the podcast weird they got you to do the serious stuff Dave you love it. really yes. and you're meant to be the funny one <laughs> funny looking as I, they would yep. say and that's why face it's for a, the podcast <laughs> that's why we don't have a YouTube channel right? uh, absolutely not right um, so that. aliens right. yeah we're saving that talk for later yeah we'll, we'll hold on to it just, I, just because what? I have the yeah right my number four Wade Shut straight up. into your number four yeah we're going back to, we're going doubles for me go for a wee doubler here okay um so my fourth it's weird that you have yet to basically talk about it my oh. uh number four number two <laughs> right my number four sequel we had see, see if you can guess what this is mm. not gonna lie there's a very big clue in the tagline okay uh, which I had to read a couple of times because the you know. Mr. Duff's English class clearly didn't it didn't embed <laughs> my head too much right there. Um, the the world's masters of murder pull out all the stops to destroy Agent 007. Oh! Agent 007 is back in the second installment of the James Bond series, this time battling a secret crime organization known as Spectre. Russians, Rosa Kleb and Kronstein are out to snatch a decoding device known as the Lictor, using the ravishing Tatiana to lure Bond into helping them. Bond willingly travels to meet Tatiana in Istanbul, where he must rely on his wits to escape with his life in a series of deadly encounters with the enemy. Wow, 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 had frantically looking up the second James Bond movie made by Eon Productions after Dr. No Wade, a direct sequel, some might actually say, because Sylvia Trance, what a Bond name, what a Bond girl name, Sylvia Trance, our first, is this our first Bond on the episode, mate? It is. And what, what, it the is. movie? <laughs> yes, it's Spectre, no? No, Spectres, like a movie from 2000 and something. Yeah. You're, you're not a big Bond fan, Wade? Learning this now? I'm probably more into the newer Bonds. <laughs> right, okay. that That's fair enough. But this movie, guys, people at home are screaming this at you, Wade, right now. Matt Monroe did the song. It's not Casino Royale. It's, it's not. It's Casino not, Royale's it's not the Daniel first Craig. book. It's not Daniel Craig. It's the second movie. It's from what, 1964, did I say? Or that's 63? why I don't know. 1963, directed by Terrence Young. 115 minutes. I'll put you out your, your, your misery, Wade. 
I'll give you more clues. Um, it, when he travels to Russia, yeah, people are from yeah. Russia. With love. With love. Well done, Wade. You got there in the end. Yeah, I can't actually remember this movie. You don't remember it? They it's 1960s, so yeah, sorry. Did you not, you don't remember going, buying your ticket as a wee boy? No, mate, no, I'm not as old as you, Dave. No. Well, I've actually seen this in the cinema, too. <laughs> so no comeback. Yeah, when I had the cinema ticket, which, Unreal. which I'm thinking of getting again, actually. Uh, oh, this is a big shout at the Omnipass? Yeah, the, guys, support local, support the Strand Cinema. I'm going all in on the Strand, I think. Oh, the Strand wants to get that renovation. Well, apparently they're shutting for a year for it. So. A year. I'll be excited for when I reopens, hopefully. But, but the Strand's biggest problem is the food. And I know we talk about food a lot, and I love food. For me, half the cinema experience is a, is the food. Well, for me, it's the it's the, it's, the actual movie yeah. is the whole thing. Yeah. True, true. But if I go and I get a crap nachos, it's going to impact. I think food is a big well, thing. they're going to do it all up. And I, I'm ready and willing to watch more movies in it, especially if they show classic movies. Because, like I said, I've seen this at the Omniplex because it was like the 60th anniversary of Bond and they're showing them all. And I was like, I'm going to go and see my favorite ones. And this is, I think this is my second favorite Bond, mm. roughly, maybe. Uh, maybe we'll do a top five Bond somewhere down the line, but not this season anyway. Uh, so, well, if, if, unless people really want it. Like, if you really, really want it, just tell me what you want. What you really, really want. <laughs> so I went to see this, and it was released during the time The Northman. Do you ever remember that movie? Yep. The big Viking Never one. Never seen it, but I remember all the trailers and mm-hmm. wanted to go see it, but I just couldn't. It was fine. I didn't love it. But I was able to hear it because this movie from Russia with Loves from the 60s, movies are made different in the 60s. There's a lot of like, you know, there, there's an amazing scene with Q, the first time Q is in the movie and are in the series. And he's like, 007, we have this case for you. And he opens up a case. He's like, there's some gold blooms. And there's a, there's a long silence whilst the camera just sits on the gold coins. And then you have this knife. He pushes the button and a knife comes out. Long silence. And 007, if you double click the... And it's it's quite a long bit of like showing, but there's no score. There's no nothing. No, there's just like click of the case. And next door, there is a Viking movie going... Rah! Just like <laughs> screaming and drums banging. And it's just like, this is the craziest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what can I say? It's, it's an old school movie. It... Uh, it is better than Doctor No, in my opinion. Doctor No is quite slow. Old movies, they're not the fastest, let's say. No. But this picks up the pace, it rattles it up. It has like a song in it, like a Bond song, like from Russia with Love. I think it was a song before, maybe, but Doctor No doesn't have a, a, a Bond song in it. You've got Tatiana, who is a great, like, it's got great Bond things. Uh, Rosa Klebs, a great Bond villain. Spectre being like the ultimate Bond adversary the big overarching bad of all the bond movies mm. this is where they show up and like what can i say it's got a fight in a train and i love me a fight in a train with they are tasty fights yeah. in the train Probably, with I, I robert just, shaw from uh, jaws as well yeah i just can't remember it i'm really this is really bad i don't know if i have have i seen it I you must know. have seen it if Most only you logged more in Letterbox, you would know if you've yeah, seen no, movies I don't, or not. I don't think I've seen it. Well, I watched them all in the build-up to... I think it was actually Spectre it was the build-up to. What's that movie I didn't really like as much, but I like the old one, yeah. Sean Connery Bond, classic. Um, Bond, some say the best. 
you know, and uh, I'm willing to have that discussion with people. Mm. Um, I'm not necessarily agreeing, not necessarily disagreeing, but he's amazing in this movie. He's kind of found a stride a wee bit. You know, he's he's just got he's just a cool guy. You know, I like him. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair it enough. Does it have any iconic? Li- See, all the iconic lines are from other Bond movies. You know, Bond, James Bond. But as a follow up to Doctor No, it's great. I th- I think this is the best classic Bond. Easy, mate. From Russia with love, and what Easy. what a way to pull out a sequel. The sequel in a series of like 26 movies, something like that. And I go for the second one. And finally, we're going to get a chance to talk about a movie. Yes, I hope. Good. I hope. I'm excited about talking about this movie. Unless this is the first time we have brought this franchise in. James Bond, a Blade Runner, both been brought in tonight. Pod- podcast. So What's here, the third one? Here's another one. Um, oh my so goodness. Growing up as a kid, I used to always love this type of thing. Um, I'm not going to give it away. I've got in the tagline, which is something has survived. Something has survived. Uh-huh. Oh, people at home, I can hear the brain <laughs> clicking in the overdrive. Something has survived. What has survived? Wade? What? Tell me. Tell me the synopsis. Four years after Four? after Jurassic Park's gen- genetically bred dinosaurs ran amok, multi-millionaire John Hammond shocks chaos terrorist theorist. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Malcolm. To be fair, well, Gal Jeff Goldblum could well, be a terrorist. <laughs> Sorry, well, I, I, apologies. Well, well. You're not a terrorist. Theorist Ian Malcolm by revealing that Hammond has been breeding more beasties at a secret location. Wow. Does it actually say beasties? Yes. In the synopsis? <laughs> yes. Man, these, Ma- these aren't for facial synopsis. Letterbox, get it together. Ma- Malcolm, his paleontologist, Lady Love, and wildlife videographer <laughs> Lady Love. join an expedition to document the lethal lizard's <laughs> natural behavior in this action-packed thriller. Um, so Jurassic Park, um, Lost World. The um, Lost World Jurassic Park, to give yes. this. Lo- love this movie. Title. Um, I do, I've always loved Jurassic Park. Um, I was really excited about the new ones until the ending of the last one, which really annoyed me. But that's where we're not. We're not here to talk about those Jurassic Parks. We're here to talk about the original. Yeah, this is the a early one. ones, early years. Lost World, incredible. Starts off really chilled out, nice wee family yacht vacation on a beach. And then all hell breaks loose whenever the wee kid then disappears off a wee daughter disappears off to feed the little dinosaurs and then they attack her. And then this then that hits bam, lost world. They then hear about this new island. Um <laughs> But that translation, can I just say about this? So that scene that scene's from the first book and it's really, really good in the first book. Uh-huh. Uh, but and so they obviously put it to start off this movie. But it cut it cuts from the little girl screaming. Uh-huh. to Jeff Goldblum yawning in front of like a Hawaiian backdrop in a subway. Yeah. Uh, this movie's nuts, weird. And uh, it's got everything, everything's going on and there's so much stuff in it. Like Vince Vaughn is in it. You're like, what the hell has Vince Vaughn in here? Yeah. Being like a, f- a photographer. Um, you then got Jeff Goldblum. You've got the wee guy um, who talks about the high high. Which is like there's so the thing that, that really strikes me about this, there's a lot of like striking moments in this movie. Whenever the night really nice guy who like the two T Rexes come uh, so what what is happening? Um is he uh, your man Hammond is trying to send this group of 
people across to like document what's going on with the wildlife to prove to the world there's a second that, island yeah the second the second yeah. island to prove that the dinosaurs can actually um live and survive in peace and all that sort of stuff but then there's also Ingen who then come in who actually has company who he lost i believe but the, the, he they're coming over to try and capture all these dinosaurs to then bring them to san diego no seattle sorry to then set up oh, what country is it I don't know what city. It's uh, the, the, the end of the movies in San Diego. Yeah, so they're literally trying to set up a new Jurassic Park, which is a bit mental. But I mean, before we get there, we see a lot of mad stuff going on. We see them um, uh, researching, but then they, they find an injured T-Rex, and then Vince Owen's like, oh, I'm going to bring it back. So bring it back to the truck, where then the two giant T-Rexes come and push them off a cliff, and they're like hanging on. That sequence great, like yeah, that that, that part is, of that movie that is, really is nuts. Good. But the moment of the whole thing is the wee guy comes along from the high high, leaves leaves Jeff Goldblum's daughter who snuck onto the 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 boat, um, leaves his daughter in the high high. He comes down and he goes, oh crap, what's happening, guys? And he's trying to save them best he can. He pulls them as far up as he can with the with the truck. He hooks it on, but then two T Rexes come and like literally tear him in half and i was like that whole scene was absolutely brutal but you remember it as a kid and you you're like whoa this is this is the beauty of like t-rexes <laughs> they fight and hunt them packs and all they this do but, like, they pull them literally apart do you, do you know the scene i'm talking about yeah i do know the scene it because is brutal how the, they just chew them apart the movie's not great but it has good moments in it Oh, so load, the, the end around San Diego is amazing. That sequence of them hanging from the truck is amazing. Yep, crackling, crackling glass. The rest of it's not that good. You don't enjoy it? Oh, I love well, it. Like, it's, I, love I mean, is it the second best Jurassic Park movie? Probably, <laughs> to be honest. Like, so, uh, yeah, it's weird that Spielberg done it as well because um, he wasn't really into doing sequels unless it had Harrison Ford being Indiana Jones. Um, it's a strange choice with The Lost World Jurassic Park because it's not necessarily regarded as a good sequel it's definitely not better than it let's put it that way and yeah there's dinosaurs in it which is fun it's shot completely different than the first Jurassic Park which is a landmark classic even Michael Crichton who wrote the book Jurassic Park did not want to write The Lost World and having listened to the audiobook and give up on The Lost World I can see how much effort he put into it. Um, so, and, and well done. Why is it on your list? Yeah, I, I just enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. There's, far, There's a lot like, of stuff in it. We see Jurassic Park then hit the streets and like T-Rexes hit ramp. the streets? They literally, the, the Step T-Rexes the streets. hit the streets running through and just munching people and going through. And you've seen the one with the, the houses and the dog and the pool. There's so many little moments in this movie that I really enjoy. Okay, there's, lo- there's lots of little moments, but... For me, I like it. It's up there. It's number four. There's there's some stories I know about it. Um, what's the one I do know? Uh, Pete Postlethwaite. He's like the hunter, the English hunter guy. Um, Steven Spielberg said of him, he thinks he's the greatest actor I've ever worked with, uh, which is quite fun. Um, but like, uh, you know, it doesn't have Sam Neill, which is a bit of a disappointment. No, it doesn't. And it doesn't I- have Laura Dern, another disappointment. In fact, it teases the kids and Hammond, and they're not really in it. And to be honest, it retcons information from Jurassic Park about Ian Malcolm. He said he doesn't have any kids, but now he's got a kid who manages to defeat a velociraptor by doing gymnastic skills in a falling down barn. 
Yeah, skills. Uh, yeah. And uh, is it, you read the books? Well, I give up on the Lost World because I didn't like it. Yeah, well, perhaps because it deviates well away from the books. So why here? Okay, well, deviates I, a lot. We're not doing our top five book adaptations just yet. Yeah, for um, me, I, a lot I of research it. on that. It's a lot of fun. I love Jurassic, I love Jurassic Park. I love dinosaurs. So. Dinosaurs? What's your favorite dinosaur? Oh, well, now you're asking me. Dinosaur. That's a hard one. It's a hard one. Probably a Velociraptor. Probably. Of course, Probably. Of course you'd say that. Smart, fast, agile. Um, but then I am we partial to the one with the, the Stegosaurus. Yeah. The wee spiky one. I, I, the wee spiky yeah, one. Yeah, I like the wee spiky yeah. one. Wow, okay. Growing up, but uh, if I have to pick, it's going to be a Velociraptor. What about yourself? Um, the little tiny dinosaurs at the start of the movie that like eat... <laughs> the, the wee slabbers? It's very fitting. I like them <laughs> because uh, they're called Procomsomphicanus, which uh, is me blagging how to pronounce it. Pronounce it. Mm. Um, so compies, they like to call them. I don't know if I have a favorite dinosaur, to be honest. I, I like myself the old uh, the old brontosaurus and you know uh, the old diplodocuses aren't too bad. I, I did go to the Natural History Museum last time I was in London, which was quite good. Mm. Uh, they have plenty of dinosaur stuff like that. So dinosaur, that's my favorite thing in it. Dino DNA. Can't believe we're bringing up Jurassic Park in the sequels. Like Jurassic Park being one of the finest movies of the last thirty years. And you decided to talk about the sequel, yet? Yep. Absolutely. There we go. We can't always be right. And you never know. The number one might feature somewhere else. I, you've told me your number one, and I cannot... Or, oh, yeah, I do remember it now. Let's go to my number three. Let's go to your number three. Uh, because... Uh, uh, would you like me to read the, the, uh, the tagline synopsis? Yes, go for it. This time, it's war. When Ripley's life pod is found by a oh, savage crew over 50 <laughs> years later, she plans... Like I've heard yeah. this before. Oh my goodness. Uh, she <laughs> finds that terraformer, blah, blah, blah. Right, it's it's aliens. Aliens, yes. So you, here, kick us off, weird, because, you know, I interrupted your spiel. 4.2 on Letterboxd, that's, that's not bad. Oh, that's perfect. It is perfect. Uh, aliens, 1986, directed by James Cameron. Jim. And is this a sequel? Huh? Jim? Jim? James. Yeah, Jim to his friend. You're so, like, you don't know anything about Jim, do you? No. Jim Cameron. What James. about better Jim Cameron? Oh. Shut up. Right, so. Uh, so funny. Sequel to Alien, yeah. which was set in 1979. Well, no, it was. It's not set It's not from 1979. No, the first one. Yeah, Aliens Nin- from 1979, yes. directed by Ridley Scott. Yes. Yeah, okay. And this one is 19. 19- 86. It's 1986, yeah. So that's quite a big gap in the sequel front. Uh, well, it was set 57 years after. Yeah. Well, at least he didn't wait alien. that. No. Because we'd still be waiting on it. And all we've got alien content now, so. Yeah. Aliens. So, wh- why do you love aliens so much? There's a story that goes along with the aliens. I teased this last year multiple times on my, on, on, on my podcast. <laughs> this is my podcast, guys. Weird just shows up for it. And yeah, in it, it is my favorite uh, my favorite story about Hollywood. Uh, the story goes about for getting this movie. I just, it's so from everything I've gathered, it is true as well. So the story goes that um, James Cameron, he was making a little budget, a little budgeted movie called The Terminator. He is filming that movie, 
and star of the Terminator, uh, Linda Hamilton, breaks her foot and cannot do any more work for two weeks. So Cameron's like, what am I going to do? He goes to 20th Century Fox and says, guys, the Terminator have to shut down production. Like, what? This is going to cost us a load of money. You can't do that. The Terminator's only a small budget. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Just, you know, pay the budget for it and I will write you a script for free. And they're like, right, right. In two weeks? Yeah, yeah, right. James Cameron's uh, like... In two weeks? We talked about him a bit on Point Break episode. We talked about him a lot on the Tree Lies episode. James Cameron's something else. I mean, of the top 10 most successful movies of all time. I think half of them are his. So uh, they're like, right, what's this movie? And he walks up to a whiteboard. Man, this is this is the legend that I love so much. Gets out the whiteboard pen weight, writes a big A on it, writes an L. He writes the word alien. And I'm like, dude, we have a movie called Alien. Ridley Scott did it. It's amazing. Like, it's, it's It'll be on Dave's future top five best horror movies and it's kind of like not done yet lads gets that whiteboard marker writes an s huh 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 and everyone leans in on the board he's not finished yet wait he gets that whiteboard marker and he draws two lines in the middle of the s and turns it into a dollar sign and right then and there the legend is aliens was greenlit by 20th century oh, fox wow but and he did that he wrote it on two weeks you're in two weeks, yeah. That's insane. And it's like a, it's insane. a big action movie. Like the first one's yeah. a horror movie, and this one's an action movie. Uh, again, has a lot of debate. Is it better than the first? Is it not? I would say the first is better, but mm. I mean, I mean, really, you know, apples and oranges type of thing. Um, it, it adds the Alien Queen, which is good. Weird. I'm sure you like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to say about this movie you picked, Wade? Or are you yeah. just like wanting so me to carry the of, podcast? It's one of the times. It's one of the times. Carrying this podcast. <laughs> one, it's one of the times I really wish I'd rewatched it before. Um, but there's a lot of things I lo- do love about this movie. And Sigourney Weaver is just class. Nominated? She, Academy no, Award yeah, nominated. That's she's mental. just phenomenal. Like the Aliens franchise just really does suit her down to a T. Um, and I like this way because this movie goes up back about her going to the planet LV426 going back to see what the crack is because there's people already sent ahead of them um, but yeah, yeah there's like they've recolonized it and she's like but dude, there's aliens on that I yeah mean, you can't but of course like the evil like evil corporation uh, Will and Yutani yeah I'm gonna go with that I go off memory more than anything else with they kind of want the alien stuff you've got Bishop, played by Lance Hendrickson. He uh, does the wee knife game with Bill Pax. Again, Bill Paxton. Paxto, once again, puts in a performance that is so enjoyable. Paxto, what a man. Much missed, Bill Paxton. Uh, he has the great line, game over, man. Game over. And it's like, Vasquez, do you ever, does anyone confuse you for her man? And Vasquez's <laughs> like, no. Does anyone confuse you? Oh, she's great, and it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, with Newt, what did you think of Newt? I mean, kids are annoying in movies. That's just the lone survivor. That's just the thing with kids, unfortunately, in movies. <laughs> um, but you know, she's all right. She's a teacher now in some like northwestern state um, in America, and apparently, <laughs> um, she was on like a PTA meeting, 
and one of the kids um found out that she was like in a movie mm. and uh, you know she's like what movies you in miss and she's like oh, i was in this movie your parents might know that it was called aliens it's from the 80s and then the dad at the pta meeting brought in the dvd box set for her to sign and stuff like that which is great uh it's got a lot of great cameron like go-to's in it you know michael bean who i met what's uh i have a yeah, we must have discussed me meeting Michael Bean before. Um, Paxto's in it. Janet Goldstein uh, is in it. Like, there's a great wee cast of characters, some great lines in it. You know, what What can I say with it? It's a stunner. Yeah. Um, again, James Cameron, one of the things that we've talked, I think we've talked about it before, is how he just builds suspense in movies. And he does that with aliens. And there's always that sense of impending danger. And you're like, you always feel like you're on the edge of your seat worrying about what's going to happen next. And I think that's what works really well in Aliens. It was, I think, and well, anything James Cameron does is you're always wanting what's happening next. You're kind of like worried about what's coming, what's going to happen next, but then it does and you're like, oh, okay, wow, it's amazing. But I don't know about you, but when it, that's one thing I love about movies is that even though even though you've watched the movie so many times and you know how it's going to finish and how it ends, you still have that wee bit in your heart that's racing where you're like, is he going to have it differently? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's good. Like, um, F- Fantasy Flight Games made a dungeon crawler of it as well, which is quite a good wee board game. Um, well, there's so much stuff made from it where yeah, we had the games. Still what, going. what was the earliest game? It was a PS1? There's a PS1 version of it. I remember that. Yeah. Um, which is mad because PS1 came out 10 years after it and they're still making alien games. Like Aliens's, Aliens's games. Yeah. I mean, like we, we have uh, played plenty of Warhammer in the past and like, you know, Colonial Ranger basically like they're literally called Space Marines in this movie, and you're like, I wonder where Games Workshop stole that from. Yeah, yeah. And, and then like the Tyranids, and, yeah. You know, they're this um, Xenomorphs, uh, and like they're cool. Like there's bits where they're in the water. It's well lit. It's well put together. James Cameron can make a movie really well. I know he butted heads quite a bit with the British crew, um, who <laughs> had like two tea breaks every day, and he cracked up at them. The Alien Queen's qu- quite an iconic end piece for it. I mean. It, it's great. There's a director's cut and a DVD, um, which adds a good whack to it. Um, I like it a lot. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah. I'm glad you picked it. I'm glad Thank I you. picked it as well. That's yeah. my third award. Did you put it? You put it lower? I put it five. Somehow you put Jurassic Park, The Lost World, above Aliens. I did. Aliens 4.2 on uh, Letterboxd. I wonder what Jurassic Park The Lost World is. I'm going to look that up. Wait. <laughs> um, because it's if it's over wow. three and a half, I will be flabbergasted. Um, what is it? I'm actually excited to see. You're excited to see. Wait, didn't do his research. It's like you have Letterboxd, but you never use it. Well, what uh, is it? What is it? For some reason. The Lost World, Jurassic Park. This is three, isn't it? It's 3.1. It's not that bad. Uh, like it's for not okay, bad. like all right, I, I get it. We pick, you know, it's, it's personal preference. It blah, is blah, personal blah. preferences. But your personal preference is bad because mm. <laughs> you put <laughs> such a good movie so low down. What is your uh, what's going your next the, pick? Going Are in you number, number three now. Yeah? Yes, on number number three. I mean, it's going to be is, a stinker as well. Obviously. It's going to be a stinker. It's going to be wow. So, you're going to put the wrong movie. It's, here. It's, it's what's your list so far? Aliens. And then Jurassic, the Lost World, World, Jurassic Park, yep. and now it's. If you think this is a sticker, 
need you, Henry. I will be disappointed. Stupid decisions in the past. I will dis- be disappointed if this is not on your list. Yeah. And we, this has also appeared on a previous list. I, I okay. What's the what's the tagline? Let me get it up. What's the tagline? One moment. Tell me joke. I Tell a wee joke. How about Wade Aiken? Uh, is top five sequels <laughs> so far. That's a wee joke right there. I mean, he's laughing, thinking like, I, you know, me as the producer, I'm shaking my head. Are we bringing back the pools? The no, we're not bringing back the pools. Why is up? Why is up? Yeah. Although what I am going to do, uh, well, no, I'll just announce it at the end because there's no point in it, like dragging this out any longer. Have you got it now? Longer. Any longer. Any longer. Any longer. Any longer. Let's try it, mate. Oh, Any yeah. longer, I've been mate. watching all them boys that do the radio shows. Nothing oh, personal. They're funny. Oh, wait a It's nothing personal. Is that the the tagline? I just looked at my last face. <laughs> it seems awfully familiar. Really? Wow. Nearly 10, ten years, years have passed since Sarah Connor has, yeah. was targeted for termina- termination by a cyborg from the future. Now her son, John, the future leader of the resistance, is the target of our newer, more deadly Terminator. Once again with the renegade master. The re- <laughs> I'm doing that's not it. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the resistance Do you know how to read, has man? managed to send the protector back to attempt to save John and his mother, Sarah. Sarah Connor. Wow. Strange that we were just talking about Terminator. Yes. Even stranger wow. weird that once again I've ranked this on my list. Where? At number two. Number two? So, and it's my number three. There we go. So Well, here we go. May as well let's talk about it now. We talked start. about it before. So much uh, in this movie what, is what was amazing. It? What go, list did we have it on? Was it sci fi or it, action? No, I'm pretty sure it was sci fi. I would I would go back and listen to both of them just to be sure, guys. Yeah, just check <laughs> check out all the lists, guys. Um There will be stuff we say in that about either action or sci fi that we won't say about it being a good sequel. Yeah. It's a powerful sequel. It's amazing. Powerful. Powerful, mate. Everyone powerful. Drink. You've got Arnie back as a good guy, helping out, save them from the liquidy cyborgy type of person that's a prick I actually can't stand. We I mean, just hate characters and something. Well, he's a like, bad guy, so he's doing a yeah, good job. Yeah. He's probably a really lovely fella in real life. Oh, Robert Patrick, yeah. yeah he's probably a lovely fella. Um, but, uh, yeah, this this movie. Uh, what what is there to say? What about haven't we said before, Wade? Would you like me to? Um... We've, said, we've said a lot. It's it's like like I really like the first Terminator movie. It's a low budget yeah. horror movie. Again, James Cameron. Back to back, James Cameron's for me. Oh my goodness! With double, I tried to get James the most Cam- diversity. Cameron, on it. yes. Again, I want to talk about yeah. the how he built suspense, the, the the impending doom that you always feel that there's danger. It always has you in your seat. You're always like, what's going to happen? When this um other T, what is it? What T? The T thousand, T one thousand, T one thousand. When's he going to appear out of nowhere like he always does? They start chasing them down. There's never really a sense of we can sit down and relax. Um, from the characters from from John and Sarah Connor and doesn't Arnie. sleep. He doesn't eat. He can't be reasoned with. He can't be yeah. bargained. They're always being chased. <sighs> Michael he, Bean is in the extent. Back to back, Michael Bean's as well. Disappears in nowhere. I met him. I <laughs> shook Michael Bean's hand. That was uh, yeah. a long time ago. Anyway, uh, yeah, T2, it, it ups the ante. It changed film forever with, with the juice of CGI. Mm-hmm. It, it's phenomenal. Like when the Terminator walks through that gate and like he melts through it, it, it looks incredible. There's shots of like the floor getting zorped up. Uh, it's, it's phenomenal across the board. Raises the stakes again. The um, miniature work for the like atom bombs going off mm-hmm. on Judgment Day fantastic looking looks great arnold um 
at peak Arnold, probably like ninety one Arnold. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's fair. You know, obviously, he follows this up with True Lies, which says, "Like we're at the top of the Arnold Mountain." Uh, listen back to the True Lies episode, but. I mean, this is this is the Arnold movie you think of, right? When you think yeah. of Terminator, you, you think of this more than you think of the other one. I you I do. Think. I think this one is better than the first one. I think it is. There's another theme in this movie which I really connect with. Obviously, growing up without a dad myself, you kind of see John Connor then growing up with kind of like a dad, yes. but then he then looks at the Terminator, this robotic and not an animal object but he's he's not a he's not a person but there's something in there um that he's seen as a father and i, I think that really comes across strong in this whole movie is that he's like a protector he's that dad figure that jimmy man john never had growing up which then obviously leads to him then growing up to be a resistance leader yeah uh, there's good voiceover about that from sir connor i always think of the taika waititi movie hunt mm-hmm. for the wilder people it's like sir connor <laughs> uh, again like a game so good <laughs> so well good. it's a great movie but it's always talking about that <laughs> uh linda hamilton fairly packed on like the muscles for this movie too compared to the last yeah, one it's just she's a weapon in this uh yeah she talks a good bit about you know it's like so ten thousand different men in the life but it took a machine to actually be a father to the yeah. boy and because they because like, again it's by ai which is interesting in today's world you know still 30 years later this movie's relevant because we as a society could maybe you know build skynet as it were fantastic sets of uh yeah. across the board um that there's amazing stunt work like the, oh, the so helicopter much, flying on oh. there's so much good action scenes in this like the, even the motorbikes motorcycle oh chase, yeah that's great that, that's yeah. phenomenal with the big truck and just blowing driving through things and things blowing up it's just, oh the early one i was yes. even thinking of the later one where he jumps to the hel- into the helicopter with the you know out of the building you know yes. when he has the minigun and all like yeah. that i mean there's so many good things in it yeah, has to love to be a iconic lines. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a reason it's so high on my list, mate, at number two. Um, I'm surprised it's not higher. T2 at two, for me it was. And you had it at three? Yep. Wow, that's, that's pretty good, but to be fair. Yeah, to be um, fair, it was either this, it could have been easily a two, but I mean, for it, other reasons. It is a good it's one. Not. I feel like we've talked a lot about it in the other episode because we both landed on it at the same time. Um. Yeah, if we ever do a top five Arnold movies, I feel like we're gonna have to remove this for oh. you know to talk about more Arnold movies. Yeah, I think we joked around earlier about one of my other movies that you'll see later on on my list. There's another. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it actually. Okay, well we here finish off with TC. Um, things I like is it's kind of it's a good definitive end. Like literally, the tried to redo the series and it's just never been close because of the high high bar it was set. Um, in this movie, um, like Harley Davidson fat boys were cool again because of it. <laughs> what about what about young John Connor and his public enemy thing? He's like, <laughs> she's not my mom, Todd. <laughs> Eddie Furlong's ridiculous in this movie. Like, you know, I'm just, I want to see what's happened to him, but I do know what happened to Eddie Furlong. So, you know, we'll not talk too much more about that. Yeah. But like, he's, a, you know, he's a child actor in this one as well. James Cameron must have been on their a run of like kids need saving from aliens and from like future robot men in like the late eighties and just going mad for it, you know. So well done, James Cameron. Yeah. I have to say, you know, I he has been to Belfast before, so if he ever comes back and I see him, I'll be like, You've made some good movies, mate. Although 
you could have stopped with Avatar, like you know. It's weird. So <laughs> sequels he's made, right? Piranha Two, the, the Swarming. Wow. Right, that's his first movie. <laughs> it's about flying piranhas. It's not great, but you know. No, it's you know, terrible. It's, it's piranhas one. I like Piranha One. We're talking about the seventies here, yeah. We're not hey, talking hey. about the new one where no, all the, no, no. the the ladies in their bikinis no, with the new ones are terrible. I know you really actually like did, that. I actually did enjoy the the older ones, yeah. Yeah, okay. The seventies. Yeah. I know me enjoy movies I'm, from the seventies. You know your wife imagine. doesn't listen, weird, so you can actually be honest about the bikini babes. <laughs> I thought they were crap. <laughs> okay, uh, so he did Piranha Two this one, then he does Aliens, the sequel to Alien, phenomenal sequel, like unbelievable, on par. Slightly less or slightly more, depending on who you ask, the original, than T2. Oh, I mean, phenomenal. What a show. And then he does Avatar 2, which is not good, in my opinion. So Perfect. You're number two, my number three. And now going, going into my number two. Oh, you, oh just, you get a wee run here. Yeah, I get a wee, a I get a wee run. Now it's turned into a wee podcast. A, uh, a wee trilogy. Going in. Did you so, ever see three... Back to back movies, we. That's, <laughs> that's what you could do. Yeah. Um, this movie just Wait, is number two for you. It's my number two. Yeah, we're already on twos. Good grief. We're flat. So efficient. We're flat. Um, okay, I think it's probably because we've, we've talked about movies before and all that. I think it's definitely. You pick no new movies. Is that it? Um, no. I know. Maybe they're all super famous. Yeah. Like all my movies yeah. that you all have heard of. Yeah. Well, we're going in the mine. Um, going into the tagline, I feel the need, the need for speed. I don't like that look. What look? <laughs> it's the only look I've got. <laughs> is that in the sequel? But or is that the tagline? It's the tagline is it? I don't like that look. That's the only look I got. Is that the? That's not the tagline. Uh, no, is it's it? not. I just added that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I added that. Yeah, I don't like that addition. <laughs> <laughs> After more than 30 years of service, have you guessed it yet? Yeah, I know what it is. Right? Oh, wow. As one of the Navy's top aviators. Good afternoon, aviators. This is your captain speaking. And dodging the advancement in the, in the rank that would ground him, Pete Maverick Mitchell find himself training a detachment of Top Gun graduates for a specialized <gasps> mission. The likes of which no living pilot has ever seen. As we are playing flat. <laughs> Facing an uncertain future and confronting the ghost of his past. Ooh. Maverick word. is drawn into confrontation with his own deepest fears, culminating in a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice from those who will be chosen to fly it. So top this movie. You know what? I didn't even want to like this movie because because you don't like movies, with yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, um, the Lost World over Aliens. <laughs> but this movie was so long after the first one. I was like, "There's no way. There's no way I'm gonna like this." Plus, Tom Cruise, he's a bit hit and miss. I'm not gonna lie, but in this, oh, he is phenomenal. I love Top Gun Maverick. It for me is it's better than the first one. It's just everything right. It's like one of the best movies I've seen in the cinema. In You've put this on another list, time. haven't you? Yes, it was in action. Action. Yeah. Oh yeah, I asked, is it really an action movie? I remember that. Yeah. Um man, it's got everything. It's good. High adrenaline, it's got a high mission, there's a lot of all stakes on this mission. He's then chosen What is the mission to, with? They have to fly their F. Oh, what do you call it? 
the fighter jets, man. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not an aviator. Jets, but there's there's so special really names, care. but they're the fight F sixteen or something or fifteen. Well, I'm I'm, a, I'm not even a film expert. It's almost like you don't like movies. So. Yeah, maybe you don't. But they have, they have the, <laughs> he has a train four four um four pilots. He's well, he's got a bigger crew than that, but he has to pick four pilots to fly over this mountain, drop bombs in this base, then fly back down the mountain without getting blown up or shot. And they have to be super precise with they drop the bombs because the first first two fighter jets will drop a bomb to break through. The next bomb will break through and blow up everything. Um, in that base, um, so it's kind of high high risk, all stakes missions. But there's there's a lot of emotion in this movie. There's a lot of relationships. He's picking all, up on his ex girlfriend. He's then having to train his best mate who died in his arms. Has to train his son who he rejected from training service. So there's a lot of stuff that has to be worked out. There's a lot of issues between the people in this movie, um, which I love. <laughs> But it all works out in the end with um, Maverick then fl- having to then, he then flies in and his wingman is your man, uh, Miles Teller, his character. Rooster. Rooster is his this wingman and it's just powerful. Oh man, the way, yeah, he's then... He then holds, stays behind. He then gets gunned down. Miles Teller comes back to get him. And at the end, it's hang. It's they call him Hangman. Is it? I don't remember. Yeah, Hangman. Then he he's called Hangman for a reason. They leave behind the hang out to dry. He then comes in and shoots down the enemies as the boys are coming back. So there's a lot of like arcing themes, a lot of redemption story. Redemption a story. A lot of good redemption story. Like there's a, a lot of redemption movie? story in this one, but for me. Snow? This is a perfect sequel. Could perfect been. sequel, with Yeah, perfect sequel. Wow. Yeah, perfect, perfect in every way. What makes it? What makes a perfect sequel? Oh, don't know. <laughs> uh, you're asking the wrong person. But just ask Tom. For me, I just love this movie. Oh, it's one of the movies you just watch over and over. Right. Easily. Easily. I don't even think about number one anymore. No, oh. number two is there. Oh my goodness! So you think? You're gonna restructure less than the last minute. No, I mean. Oh, the first. No, Top Gun. I mean I don't. I don't even think about Top Gun number one anymore. Right. Okay. And as much as I loved that when I was younger, but this, for me, I'm just like, yeah, I could watch this one over and over again. Yeah, I mean, like the older one, I suppose, has older technology on it. Uh, every single minute of footage of the planes flying is in that movie because of how expensive it was. But Tom Cruise, being Tom Cruise, can. Merit rocking up and being like, "Can I fly that from a movie?" And they're like, uh, "Okay, why not?" You know, he's got that class. He's the only guy that could probably, you know, pull it off. Yeah, yeah, because he's the last movie star, isn't he? Yeah, I know we talked about it before in action scene. You know, with ice and stuff he had, and him dying in this movie. And who dies uh, in this movie? Uh, ice. Tom Cruise. Ice Man. No. Oh, Ice Man. Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer yeah. was in this. Um, Spoilers which, for yeah. Talk of Maverick. Yeah. Oh man. A legacy yeah. sequel as well. Yeah. It's that one that I think I say this in the action. I'll go back and listen to it. And, you know, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I don't know. Tell me if it did. But uh, they were promoting this movie like no end you know, the summer before COVID. COVID. And, and then, then never got released. Got the lead. And then Par- Paramount were like, we're putting it on streaming, Tom. And Tom Cruise is like, don't, no, don't you ever do that. You know, and Tom yeah. Cruise being like legit. 
mad. Like he knows how to make a movie, but yeah. people that know how to make a movie have oh, obviously a bit of a not have released the stream. Oh no, I wouldn't have enjoyed it the same way. See it off. Cinema, I off not did I see it twice in cinema, three times. You three seen times? It? Yeah, because you came to get me. And yeah, like it was literally the second night, and uh, we're like, let's go see Top Gun. I was like, absolutely. And then you picked me up. And you're like, dude, I've already seen it. I'm so sorry. So, I had a free afternoon. I'm a mate from the gym. I was like, do you want to go see it? And I was like, yes, sure. I'll see it twice. And I and I I seen it a third time. It is good. Like I'm I'm not saying it's not a good movie. Is it more iconic than? It's basically the first movie again, right? But better on steroids yeah a lot more i know you go to the gym so you like steroids and i do like uh jennifer conley i'm a big fan of her as an actor academy award winner jennifer Conley. Yeah. you know um, yeah. I, I remember you sent this is what i remember about the action on your because we've recorded that around the time the academy awards uh i yes. just presented them and you're raging tom didn't get nominated tom was, first name basis he's not an actor in this movie he's tom cruise ah shoo shoo he's like 30 years later he's still not over the Goose, talk to me, Goose. Uh, I don't like your son, Goose. Oh, come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah, like it's a good movie. Not going to deny it. It's a good it's a movie. Work. You probably also like it um, because of how much you love Lady Gaga, and she does the song at the end of it. Is uh, that right, Wade? Oh, Wade loves it. <laughs> Is that what the song's called? Hold my hand? I'm pretty sure. Or did you want me to hold your hand when you were talking about Let Lady Gaga? <laughs> I'm pretty Top sure. Top five Lady Gaga coming this year, right, Wade? I love Lady Gaga. I, I don't get the hate for Lady Gaga. I don't get the hate. Oh, man. This is, oh, again, we're going to talk about I also about don't get Joker the hate for Miley Cyrus either. Right? I think they're both fantastic. Man, have you heard her cover of Just hold my hand. Is that a flip? I mean, guys... I'm sick, right? It's not that good. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. It's, it's good It's awesome. Lady Gaga. <sighs> Top Gun Maverick. Wow. We're under our ones. Yeah, my, my numero uno. And numero. at this point, I would like to say, I, I like to say something about my list. It's not quite the truest of lists because... Uh, Is there, are you, are you, did you drop a movie because you can not be bothered talking about I, the same franchise anymore? I dropped a movie <gasps> because... You did. If you scoop over to Did You Ever See... I have marathoning the Hellraiser movies and Hellbound Hellraiser 2 is unbelievable. Oh. I love that movie so hard. So I didn't put it on this list. Um, to be honest, it wouldn't have been high on the list. It might have been... Oh, no, actually, it's not going to knock off any of them. Why is it up there? I, I thought you were going to talk about a different franchise. What? Number two kicking off, which what? is my number one. Oh, no, but I'm we're, not. We're, we're, we're talking about your number one. Not we're talking about idea. my number one. And like... When people ask, what's the best sequel of all time, Dave? I say to them, the same answer. Mm. I say to them, Weekend at Bernie's 2. And we had dropped me to tell you why I say Weekend at Bernie's 2. What's Weekend at Bernie's 2? So <laughs> people ask, people ask this. <laughs> and my response to them is thus. Weekend at Bernie's is a movie where two uh -huh. guys stay at bernie's house and bernie is dead and they pretend that he's still alive for the weekend weekend at bernie's 2 is the sequel to that movie where he's resurrected by a voodoo witch doctor wow in jamaica what, i say that what answer is this from um I, I can't it's from the 80s weekend bernie's is a famous famous movie You've never I feel heard like it. I want to watch it. It sounds funny. It is. It's a comedy. You'll enjoy it. And it's a comedy answer because it's not the actual right answer to what the greatest sequel of all time is. But I just thought, oh, okay. uh, 
you know, recognition. You're building the suspense up. To you Weekend at Bernie's 2. Of course it's not Weekend at Bernie's 2, because I didn't read out a tagline or a synopsis. I know, well, to be, to be fair, you put Princess, Princess Bride as your favorite movie of all time, so... And rightly so. Um, <laughs> people people anyway. are, you know, the, the fans have spoken with, and they're very pleased with that as an answer. Mm. Um, okay, let's see what you're People have been moved to tears in my presence when listening to that episode. <laughs> It's not even released it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Me, I need to clear my voice and all of this. So number one. You got it. This you got is it. number one. Wow. No when, pressure. When all that's left is one Lance chance, pray that he's still out there somewhere. Oh. Dramatic pause. The synopsis has a character name on it. And you guys, you want to see Wade's thinking face right now. Max... Rogatansky, if that's how you pronounce his word, returns as the heroic loner. He arrives, he drives the dusty roads of a post-apocalyptic Australian outback in an unending search of gasoline. A ride against him and the other scraggly defendants of the fuel depot encampment are the bizarre warriors commanded by the charismatic Lord Humongous. <laughs> Great name. There we go, Ed. The greatest sequel. And this is a fact, people. I'm not just saying this for a joke. I'm not saying it because I like it more than the others or anything like that because I like other movies better. This is a physical fact that Mad Max 2 The Road Warrior, also known as Mad Max 2, or The Road Warrior, is the greatest sequel ever committed to celluloid. Why is it so good? I can, I can hear you say that, Wade, even though you have said nothing. Mm. Simple fact is it takes... Is this Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson, yeah, it's Mad Max yeah. 2, mate. You know, oh, I am fire. You only know you only know the thingy one of what's his back because <laughs> he loves Tom Hardy. No, I've seen the old Mad Maxes, but I just can't remember them. Yeah, so Mad Max 2, you know everything about Mad Max that you can think of, the desert, mm. the cars, the gasoline, you know, the, all that kind of stuff, the, all that action and things. It's yeah. from this movie. It's not from the first Mad Max movie, which isn't all that great. It's good. It's not special like this movie. This movie's got like, you know, the desert more. It's got like the kind of, I suppose you say black and what, orange kind of color tone of it because it's mm. desert and road. Yep. Uh, you know, it's it's got, you know, the loss of the V8 Interceptors. We're sharing the blow it up. It's got stuff like that in it. It's, you know, he's, he, it opens with him like there's a car accident in the road and he's trying to take the fuel, you know, from a hat and like everything about Mad Max. You remember when you think of Mad Max is from this movie. The first movie actually is not at all like what you think Mad Max is when you go back and rewatch it. George Miller took a step forward. He essentially made the post apocalyptic Road Warrior movie, which, you know, when you look at a movie like, Waterworld tried to copy. Um, yeah. Oh, it's. Remember it? Didn't do it. Oh, was a thingy in it? What do you call it? Too them? successful. What? Waterworld? Who's the guy? Kevin Costner? Yes. Have you seen the um, uh, the Ulysses cut? No. Right. Is it good? Slight, slight derail. Okay. Have you seen Waterworld? Yes. Love what, Waterworld. You think it's good? I enjoyed it. Okay. So it's not. Uh, but I get, I get what you're saying. It's very. It's, it's the same movie, right? Just water. It's a, any post apocalyptic movie is a ripoff of Mad Max 2 now. That's just the height of it. Kind of like rusty and, you know, uh, a lot of engines and stuff like that. All the motors looking for fuel are in Waterworld looking for land. Anyway, 
brief side hustle, brief thing on Waterworld is that uh, there's a like director's cut or an editor's cut mm. when Arrow Video was producing their Blu-ray. They were like, dude, what about all the deleted scenes? And then they phoned the editor. It's like, you remember the deleted scenes? He goes, oh, yeah, there's a result cut of the movie. Like, do you remember it? He goes, yeah, they're there. But so they recut the movie. And it's three hours long, so it's a good bit longer. It's pretty great. Like, it's it's better than... Yeah. No way Waterworld, a lot of people don't like it. Yeah. This actually makes it good, you know, for the people who don't like it, it's good. Uh, but like Mad Max, Mel Gibson, this is iconic Mel Gibson character, right mm. up here with Riggs from Lethal Weapon. Thanks for it. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry. It, I, I, I was all thinking about Braveheart there. Oh, okay. Whenever I was thinking about iconic Braveheart, no, yeah. iconic this <laughs> Mel Gibson. Is, you know, Mel Gibson got the ball rolling with Mad Max. George Miller, amazing action director. There's some crazy stunts in this where the guy goes flipping and all, out the car window and things like that. Great. Fantastic. Mad Max 2. What more do you want me to say? I've got that little kid who looks like the girl from Waterworld, who also looks like the girl from Napoleon Dynamite. And I don't know if they're the same people, but they look very similar to me. Napoleon Dynamite. No, that's a movie. <laughs> Talking about iconic movies. That's a movie for another day, right? <laughs> that should be best mo- top five movies to watch with a crowd. Uh, other cool <laughs> things, you know, like the cars are just so cool. I obviously weird. In case you didn't know, people, Wade used to live. He lived for a bit in Australia. I mean... Crocky, mate. Yeah. Sure. And a water, so, mate. So it's, it's like they're speaking your language. That southern hemisphere jingo that they are saying, you understand what they're saying. And and it is cool. It's got like that own, its own dialogue type of thing. It's not as you know, high octane and somewhat over the top as Fury Road is. But mm. Mad Max too. I mean, like it just takes everything that was laid down in the first movie and just does it better. Mm. Did you see that movie in the cinema? Mad Max 2? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm not that old with. No, but uh, have they not? No, I haven't that? seen it. And no. If they have, I haven't been to see it. Um, I don't really watch it that often. To be fair, it's, you know, I haven't watched it more recently than the other ones on my list, I'd say. But it's just, it took the, the idea of what you think Mad Max is is from this movie and it's not from the first movie mm. or the third movie with Tina Turner which again isn't great I mean in fact out of all the Mad Max movies the new one and the second one are the good ones to be fair I think maybe it's great it's it's kind of 80s rock 80s glam Lord Humongous is the bad guy's name and it's just like a big hunky dude in next to no clothing and like just a hockey mask so Wade you'll be well up for it I think you like um, muscles? The hockey mask it sounds like Jason. Doesn't it? <laughs> a wee bit, yeah. I wonder if that came first, actually, because mm. Vor- Jason Voorhees didn't get the mask until the third Friday movie. So yeah. uh, someone, do, do the research for me. Basically, I, I go off like my gut and my memory of what I think about the movies. And Mad Max 2, what can I say, guys? There isn't a better sequel ever. What do you want? Yeah. What do you want with I mean, we're going on your number one, but it's not going to be yeah. better as a sequel. My number one, it's not going to improve on I'm, the lore. I'm surprised my number it's not one going to develop it better. Surprised my number one hasn't featured in your list, but you probably didn't want to talk about it again. I don't think we've talked about. It. You've sent me it, right, people. We had sent me his list. I've read it, and uh, I've said some things. He's about not this happy. One. He's not happy. Well, I, I mean, it's your <laughs> list, Wade. I'm happy, but your list is notoriously not great. Yeah. Well, let's go. We'll prove me wrong here, and then I will prove you. Bring the polls wrong back. about. Proving right. me wrong. Bring the polls back. 
Bring the what? Polls back. The polls? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> on Instagram. No. Do you know why we stopped that way? Because <laughs> all my friends came on and voted. No. Because Although, you sent them <laughs> like a direct message from the Instagram account being like voting this. And I'm just like, Dude, I didn't say vote them for me. You sent it from the Wade and Dave account, which now I run. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm not there. It's like when I go, right, guys, I log on to the Wade and Dave rank of movies. We're on Instagram at Wade and Dave. So I'm on that. And sometimes Wade, like if I'm on holiday, Wade will do a post. That doesn't need to happen because now I can schedule. You've shot yourself in the foot, Wade. So we had the polls and Wade would send the poll to to every one of his friends and not every one of the followers. That is the difference. Well, no, I sent it on my own Instagram. But but. But lose my friends didn't vote for me. You're saying which I was good at you cheated? Didn't cheat. And your friends don't like you? I just said they voted what they preferred. Well, maybe they'll vote with their wallets and buy a win Dave Rank the movie sticker. Sticker, which we are still arguing about the price. Redemption. It's three quid. Wait, three pounds for a sticker, argument. guys, if you want one. If you were too late and did not enter the competition, where she could have got one there, but you know, I have to buy them for three pounds. Which is better than buying them for a fiver, which is what we had. I thought five, in the I thought five pounds for a sticker was fair. Like our yeah, but I actually like the incredible. fans. Weird. I'm actually trying to grow the podcast. Fair, fair, fair. Right. Will so, we get to my number one? Well, nah. We'll just end it at my number one. We've picked <laughs> up Mad Max Two: The so, Road Warrior. Like it's called The Road Warrior as well. What a great. Mm. You know, even the the new Tom Hardy one harkens back to this one. Yeah. Well. Enough of Mad Max Two. My movie, my sequel has in its name the number two no it doesn't it has two in it it has the word two still two like dumb and dumber two has the word <laughs> two in it spelled t-o i think not even t-o are you finding the blurb for it wait yeah i'm gonna do blurb here oh my goodness I have it queued up already i have a list on letterboxd that you can a new find power on the is rising a new oh. power is rising yeah power power Far rising, Frodo and Sam are trekking the mortar to destroy the one ring of power by Gimli, Legolas and Aragorn search for the orc captured Merry and Pippin. All along, nefarious wizard Saruman awaits the fellowship members at the Orthantic Tower in Isengard. wonder what it could be with. My brain is wrecked. Well, well, I'm going for the two towers for a lot of reasons, and I love it. Even though we do and we've talked, this, is, this podcast is turning a bit, little bit about just Lord of Rings. It feels like it for and some I reason. I felt like I just couldn't. I couldn't. I, I was like, will I leave this out of my list? And I was like, no, because it's my number one, because I love Lord of Rings that much. Um, two towers. We've got a lot going on in the Battle of Helm's Deep, which is just phenomenal. Oh, man. The Urukai. Which I we like we we play the miniature game and you're building them and you're painting all these models. You've love Rohan, which is surprises why it's not in there. You've got that weird love thing with um Erwin and Aragon, which isn't a love I thing, don't. and then he friend zones her and it's all weird and it's like that, and you're like, What's going on? Um So uh, you said about Rohan and yes. this is uh, partly the the reason why it's not on my list. Uh, I do like I do love Rohan. I think Dude, your favorite army is Rohan. This yeah. movie is basically Rohan's movie. Well, that's my problem with it is that <laughs> the only kind of plot arc that is set up and concluded, or is just simply concluded, is the Rohan story. 
there isn't really a start to Frodo and Sam. They're already in the middle of their journey. And by the end of it, they've just taken a, you know, a, a detour through Oskelosia. Yep. And then, like, they've literally, like, done one side quest and then came back to the main story, didn't advance their story at all. The, uh, uh, the three hunter stuff they were only there to develop the Rohan story but then it, Gandalf came back Gandalf the white which he needed to know ends, he was the dead ends the fighting. last time. you've got nature versus this destructive the industrial size yes industrial like, I, I know about it the ants all in it absolutely love that but whenever Gandalf comes back oh man you got the introduction of Gollum properly slimy Gollum really properly you, you see more of him but that's all set up, is what I'm saying. It is set up. Gollum's set up. He doesn't get paid off until the next movie. There's stuff from the first movie that doesn't get paid up until the third movie. This is a, this is so tied with the other two movies that that's why I can't put it as the greatest sequel of all time. I think um, any one of my movies has a start, middle, and end of their plot in the movie I am watching, not in the movie before it, or if there is one in a movie after it think about it with mm. that's what I'm thinking about you should stun silence ladies and gentlemen nah. what can I say I'm the good man. I'm good I like, I, like, is it a fantastic movie absolutely. absolutely is it regarded as one of the best movies ever made it's right up there okay the Lord of the Rings trilogy we've spoken about it long enough in other episodes uh, everyone now knows that we think they're great yeah but we don't have to go into too much detail no, about we'll it. go into detail why is it such a good sequel the uh, I just kind of said it about the Battle of Helm's Deep is amazing how they overcome that. Uh, Gandalf then appears with Aemir yes. and all those Rohan ones that were cast out. You've got the the return of Theoden, the recovery of Theoden, who comes back the fight and protect his people. Um, you got the the part where Gandalf's coming down, shining light when all darkness is prevailing. You know, okay, you yeah. got the mines, uh, the, the bombs, and it looks up. Oh, what is the saying? Like, you know, on the like, at, on, at dawn on the third day, look to the east. Yes, I mean, the, I know this, like, I yes, and then and then I like Lord of the Rings, I'm uh, not, yeah, and then there's Gandalf, stupid like, there's, there's, just, there's just a lot of it I do enjoy. I get what you're saying in terms of the start, middle, then, but I don't care about that to be honest <laughs> you don't care about your movies having a three arc. no, I just enjoy the, the feel of this movie, it's par. Now, again, like I said, it was too tied into the other movies. When we did your Return of the King episode, mm -hmm. would you be able just to watch the two towers yeah. and leave it? Yeah. See, I don't think. It's too It's, it's too. Yeah, but you did say you had to watch all three. I had to watch all three. Like, they're all phenomenal movies. They're all great. Yeah. But individually, and I said it in that uh, Return of the King episode, I believe, individually, the Fellowship is the only one that works. I think the other two work amazingly well as a trilogy. Yeah, there's characters you see in the second one you'll never see again. Like the ants, you don't see them again, really. You see, see them in the third movie. You start, just not really. You're then, barely the, in this movie as well. They're boring when they are in it. <sighs> that's all the day. See when the, that scene hasty. when they're all marching on the ice guard, I'm just like... Oh. Which is, right, so that dramatic conclusion, oh, the rest of the time they are slowing down the plot by just hanging around, we've just finished saying hello. I'm like, come on, come on, man, come on. 
I mean, fair enough. You picked the wrong choice again. There, there, there is my top five. I'm happy enough. Do you want to run through your top five, Dave, or do you want me to run through mine first? Well, uh, my top five weird of cinematic sequels. It's it's a it's a who's who. It's a classic. You might hear the book snap open here. Ooh, yes, I read it's it down list. in paper. They are. They will also be on Letterbox at the end of the year. Don't worry, guys. The entire one. Top five. Sequels, top five number twos, the best number twos in cinema. Blade Runner, twenty forty nine. The the number two is in that title with, uh, starring the greatest round in Hollywood, Gosling. Blade Runner twenty forty nine at number four. From Russia with love, or from Russia with love. Yeah, uh, much money, Panry. At number three is Aliens. At number two is Terminator Two: Judgment Day. And Mad Max The Road Warrior. Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior, is the greatest sequel. I, I, I would say in my opinion, but like legitimately, it is. Like, you, can't, you can't deny every bit of evidence that I put forward with about it building on the first one, being a better story, more interesting, funnier, iconic. It's the best sequel that has been made that I've seen. Fair enough, fair enough. And going into my number five, we've got Aliens in a five. Aliens at five, people. Aliens at five. Jurassic five? Park Lost World at four. The Lost World Jurassic Park. He doesn't even know the title of the movie. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. T2 or 3. Top Gun Maverick at two. I thought you forgot. <laughs> the two towers in at one. Happy with my list. You're happy? I am. Someone is at least. <laughs> 50% of the podcast. Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, great. that's our top five. Um, Tell me what sequels. you think. I people always say to like you personally, Wade. Why is that movie not in it? And I say to you, people, say it to my face. Yeah, and, and by that I mean write a comment, and I can like like it and be like, fair enough, you've got a valid point. Uh, one thing about this year was like trying to get the podcast to actually grow a wee bit. Just we're, we're so close to those like thousand listens. I wanted them before Christmas, and we didn't get them, guys. <gasps> Devastated. So you know, you never know. <laughs> make my dream come true. All I want is one thousand listens from you. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it rhymes. Um. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, like, if you're commenting on it and stuff like that, like, it legitimately costs you maybe a couple of seconds, and you can actually vent out your raids. Uh, why Hellraiser Two isn't on it, or why? I don't know, Tron Legacy isn't on it. Who knows? But for next month, this is what I, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to expand the growth of the podcast, make it bigger, whilst you sit there and like struggle to say any words right now. <laughs> what I'm thinking is we're going to announce next month's episode and the rules by which we are ranking the category. Mm. And what I want you, listener, is to get on your social media uh, and send in, I don't understand why people don't comment on their, their top five. Do you know what I want? Let's see, of their genre. I want them to post a story building up to ours and be like, you better have this on it. Like, I want oh, you to, like, okay. I want you to, like, threaten us. Like, this, yeah. like, you know, this movie needs to be on it. So, at Wade and Dave, top five of, of the next month. And do that every month because one, uh, we might actually listen. When I say we might actually listen to, I've said it before, I said it in the last episode, a listener of the podcast suggested to me a top five and we're doing it this year. So if you do that as well, 
I will credit you. I will give you a shout out. Just yeah. like I said, I, I said I would shout out um, the first purchaser of a sticker. Um, well, I said that to them. So, have, they, have they bought one yet? Well, I've yet to get cash in hand. So, uh, <laughs> Jessica, you pay oh, up. Oh, there we go. Shut up or pay up, isn't that it? Yeah. yeah. Show, show me the money. Show me the money. Tom Cruise. <laughs> show me the money. <laughs> so, stickers are still going for three yeah. notes, um, three pound notes each. Uh, if you want one, we've, we've got a new bats. They're um, a bit different, uh, but they're just just as high quality. You know, there's two different batches. Also, send us your addresses, people that were in the competition that give us their top fives before Christmas. I have the letters ready to go. I just need to know letters, where to send them. Letters, are ready to fly. And if you say, oh, sure, just get Wade to do it. Wade doesn't run the social media. In fact, he doesn't run the podcast. <laughs> He does nothing other than speak, and sometimes he doesn't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> However, next month is I, I've relinquished next month's. This is my choice. Ranking, yes, you I'm did excited. it. You did it once before, and this this is a redemption for you, Wade, because this the is. last time you picked was our second episode, and it is our lowest performing top five. <laughs> so, what we're we doing next month? And what are the people going to post on their story and tag at Wade and Dave in on? Yeah. Next month, 1st of February, Wade is? It's so bad, it's good. So bad, it's, it's good. Yeah. So, so those movies that are actually really crap, but you love them anyway, they have a little place in yes. your heart forever, even though they suck. I'm taking a movie that is uh, like obviously not good but is a good time to watch yeah. i've got my list done basically so maybe uh, you, you might sway me if you post this something uh, and it looks good i might be like actually do you know what do you know what um frank that listens do you know what um janine you were right i'm gonna pick that movie instead and you'll yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll i'll credit you Credit where credit's due. That's it. Absolutely. So it's easy enough. Comment on our posts. Send us in. Put your stories up. Yeah, put a story up. A story's yeah. easier, right? Because they ta- go don't, away. Don't forget to tag the page as well so we can reshare it. Yeah, um, if you if you don't tag us or send it to us, how is I, Dave, supposed to know? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I run the shop, man. And then, you know, and then we get big and huge and we can do that dream thing I was telling you about. Yeah, big dreams, yeah, big dreams. I would love Big dreams for the podcast. Could you imagine <laughs> that in like, what uh in yeah, three years because then uh, there'd be an anniversary for that movie too oh, and it would be our fifth year right yeah oh, dude you have no idea guys it's massive <laughs> behind the scenes but we could actually do with someone sponsoring us a load of money to do it uh but it, it, like it's, yeah. it's it's not do you hear us strand cinema you hear us it's a big deal i mean strand actually you could just let us show this movie for free and um oh that's kind of might have Little help along the way. Ooh. So, guys, you know, it's always a pleasure talking yep. movies with me, isn't it? Yeah, guys, thank you so much again <laughs> for listening to the Wade and Dave Rank the Movies podcast. The Wade and Dave. You've now given yourself a defining article. <laughs> the Wade Thanks and for Dave. tuning in to listen to the latest episode of Wade and Dave Rank the Movies. The first of every month. First We're back every to top month. fives. If you're needing something to do in the meantime, I am. Um, did you ever see 
reviewing the entire Hellraiser franchise until the end of March. And I'm going to be honest, guys, the, the first handful are stunners. So tune in over there. If you don't want to do that and you just like the top fives, which I know a lot of you did and you wanted and um, you were uh, crying out for more top fives, Dave, it's same same channel, same bad time, same bad channel or whatever. That's it. And don't forget to pass on the podcast to your friends. We appreciate it. Even just a minute of your time listening to every single episode on Spotify, say this, on right. Apple and on... Yeah, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on CastBox google i think like guys it, it honestly it costs you three quid for a sticker and you can stick it wherever you like <laughs> but you know what's free just a cheeky we we tag us in a story we we share that costs us easy, nothing easy. costs you nothing costs us and we might all benefit from it because yeah. we're all film lovers here we're all fans of film <laughs> movie <laughs> movie Maker and are you trying to hit it, get members? us to one R thirty? Is that what this no, we're is? Not. What you're doing here, Dragon? <laughs> I feel I can't remember what our longest one is, but you know, yeah, like there's a lot more to uh, talk about. There is. It's been a good episode, though. It has it though? It's, it's been good from one of us. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to pass on the pod again. Keep you passing it on. We'd want pa- you to pass on the pass pod. on the pod. It's like he stole this as Peter from Crouch. A podcast. As Peter Crouch says, pass it on. Peter Crouch. Is that what you said on when you watched the Peter Crouch? Yeah. He has also has an awesome podcast. If you want to listen to his, it's good. Don't. We shout it for you don't Peter want to listen Crouch. to it. You want to listen we to ours to Peter Crouch's podcast. <laughs> uh, you better tag Peter Crouch in this. I love Peter Crouch. Honestly, send his this to Peter Crouch. Is it? Do you, do you want to get him on? That Peter Crouch you? Oh, no. How do we get on Peter Crouch? Wow. I wonder what his favorite movies are. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Time. Ask him. Mate, you right, literally. Let's go, Peter Crouch. S- Come join the pod. Dear we know Peter. You, we know you're, you're chilled out. You're a cool guy. Get AI to write your letter because you did that anyway before. <laughs> Get it like, dearest Peter, big fan of the podcast. I have a podcast myself. I do mm. it with a very intelligent, handsome young man called Dave. Ha- he- handsome and young? <laughs> 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 he loves movies and so do I. And we want to know what yeah. is your favorite movies? What's mm. your top five favorite Peter Crouch movies? Peter <laughs> I don't know. He's got- What's his name? Peter, <laughs> Peter Crouch? Crouch? Did you say Peter Crouch? Like Crouch Peter- is in Get Small yes, or Crouch Pe- is in The Sofa. Peter Crouch it is funny because he's, he's like he's a big really, man. He's a big tall guy. He's big as red as feet stick out the bed. Peter Crouch? Crouch? Yeah. <laughs> Crouch? Yeah. He is hilarious. He's brilliant. He actually is the Peter Crouch movie. Why aren't you hilarious? Or, brilliant then for a- this podcast <laughs> if you listen to him so much. <laughs> That's what I want to know about. This is the banter we well, need when we're talking about movies. But no, you're saving up for the end. And we're like, oh, just close. pass on the pod. Peter Kite says pass on the pod. So you should do it too. And, and here's me like begging people to link a story because, yeah, anyway. Pass on the pod, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good podcast. I think. Ours is a really good podcast. Yeah, ours, well, ours is a no, decent podcast. Peter Kite is really good. Ours is good. <laughs> Ours is great. <laughs> Top five podcasts, wait. Whoa, Where stop are you it. Are you, Mind uh, blown, to be uh, fair. Uh, are we just, above Peter Kites in that? the guy who actually also has a really no, good... No, uh, just put us uh, at one, wait. That's all I want. There, there's one that's called The American Glutton. It's your man. No, it's the, Did You Ever See? And then oh. it's Wayne Dave Rank the Movies. <laughs> and then yeah. it's Peter Crunch. Yes. Um, again, sorry for the really long <laughs> exit out of people the. People love this. If you still love listen this. at this stage, fair play. 
But again, just remember to always get top-notch snacks when you're going to go see a movie because it builds experience. Uh, Support if, local. If Strand Cinema are listening, indeed listening to this podcast, well, episode, they've got a year out because apparently need that's to get good nachos. That's what's going to break. No, make they it don't break need. It. No, they need great. good nacho cheese. Strand, I like you, Strand Cinema. You're the I first cinema I went to. Actually, it was um, Jurassic Park. It was the first movie I remember seeing in the cinema at the Strand Cinema. Lost World. No, not the Lost World. <laughs> what a movie! Strange. Is it though? Powerful. It is a movie. Yeah. Yeah. The seven deaths or something like that. Santo Muertos. Seven <laughs> deaths. Like whenever Vince Vaughn wasn't being a comedy actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking about that nonsense. It's garbage. So guys, don't forget, we'd want you to pass the pod pa- on. Pass on the pod. I would say friends, share the family. podcast. Watch more movies. Uh join Letterboxd if you haven't. It's fun time. Yeah. I I, ra- I rank rate talk movies and that. Uh quite funny. My most recent one. And your name on Letterbox is what? Dave? Uh, it's Dave, so it is on any social media. And I'm if you're trying to find Wade Wait. Wade doesn't really use it. Wait, just get better. You yeah, need yeah. to get that cinema ticket just with me better. and we'll yeah, have yeah. to do. Just don't, don't don't get good. Get good, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Year two has begun. Wait. Year two. Let's go season two. <sighs> <laughs>